You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Shark Tank Season 5, Episode 1-5. Wow, we are cruising through this season. I am your host, Phil Svitek, joined alongside... Hi, I'm Christina Zias. Welcome, Christina. How have you been? I've been great. I love this episode, so I'm really excited to be here right now. I missed you guys. You know, it's been a while since... uh, We haven't had the full panel together in a while. Weren't we here last week? Maybe. (laughs) I can't remember. Obviously, we're not that memorable to you, Phil, that you don't remember us from last week. But I hope you guys do watching. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's talk about the first product. Um, I I agree. 100% great episode. Um, And they're doing this more and more and more. They open up with sort of uh, behind the scenes uh, before we get into the tank, so to speak. And we get... Um, the backstory of everything. And tonight, um, we get a very, very honest way. I mean, skin cancer, anytime you deal with this, it, uh, it was a good cause. And, uh, and out of that came Swimzip. Swimzip, protective swimwear for kids. Now, I didn't quite understand what this was and how it worked. How, like, okay, just you know, and we'll talk about it in a little uh, in full depth. But just initially, for me, I was like, okay, so you're protecting your body overall, but what about your arms, your face? Do you just put on sunscreen after that? Because if that's the case, then you they- do. Essentially, it's just a bathing suit with sleeves, and that's why at first I was like, okay, this is cute. She's trying to you know protect her kid's skin. But she would still need to put on sunscreen. And she was talking about how this you have to deal with all the hassles of trying to get your kids to put on sunscreen. And then they come out of the pool and you have to put it on them again. And I don't think this solves that problem. I don't think so either. Unless this literally like just blocks UV everywhere, including your face. For it like some... reflects off. Exactly. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, and I wish they had gone into that level of depth. Um, I mean, ultimately, she's asking for... For... 60000 for 5%. Which, okay, 60000 is not a lot of money to ask, but for 5% certainly is. Um, well, for me, what, what got me was she says it blocks 98% of UVA and UVB rays. And I'm thinking she has this revolutionary fabric and material that she's making this one more out of. And then we learn it just the exact same material that your bathing suits are made of and mine at home too. So. It's just cheaper and with a zipper. Right. 
I mean, again, nothing to sneeze at. She's made $225,000 in sales. Um, she's, you know, their values that they consult for less. They sell on Target.com, mm-hmm. not Target. They sell on Amazon.com and specialty hotels. And, well, she made $225,000, but the year before she made 18000 So that's a, an incredible jump. It certainly is, and, you know, so that, that's a huge jump, but... Um, you know, this product, anytime you deal with clothing, right? We always got, you know, it's almost like, uh, the funny thing. Everyone just looks at the guy who's, you know, the clothing guy and it's like, Damon, Damon, yeah. you're going to do that. And, uh, unfortunately he, he was out early. The first one. Well, second one. Ga- uh, Kevin was the one who said, you know, I like to take my oh, money right, right, right. and basically use it as gasoline on a fire. And I don't see how I could do that. So, uh, there, there was, you know, there was no real marketing plan behind it. And, you know, they were very, I mean, bringing in Barry, I knew Barry would be a problem right off the bat. I didn't like Barry, to be honest. I didn't like, well, he didn't really say much or offer much. He was just kind of negative right off the bat because he didn't even want to be there. Well, yes, exactly. He didn't want to be there. He thought that this could be made on its own. Um, but, you know, in terms of what I liked, Mark gave him a pretty good answer. Like, hey, this is a family business, and as you grow this, you're going to need to hire other people, and that's a whole different skill set. And if you were that point, then perhaps I could see buying into this. But, you know, it's you and Barry, so right now I'm not ready because you're not ready. So I really like that answer because, I, you know, I've never really looked at it that way. But it is. When you, when you manage people that are not your family, you've got to motivate them in a different way. Absolutely. It's it's a different ball game and I think that's kind of what all the sharks were saying. I think they were just thought that they weren't prepared enough and that they came in too early. And I think, you know, uh, apart from Damon, Robert, he wasn't going to be the one to really do this. He said, no. "I don't have answers for you. Yeah. You know, it's nothing to sneeze at, but I just can't do it." Um and and I like Robert's thing like, you know, hey, entrepreneurship is all about action and you've you know, and you're going to make mistakes and things like that. But just, you know, and the fear and the doubt, it's get subsided by action. You've been doing that, but I have no answers. So I'm out. I give Lori a lot of credit because she stood back She and, and then she just wanted to be the only game in town. Because right. once she was the only game in town, that was it, baby. So she, Lori offers 60000 for 20%. Which is 300000 overall value. Right. And then the counter is what killed me. And you can, I remember laughing like crazy when I saw Mark's reaction to it because they were thinking about it. And then she counters for 120K for 20%. Mm-hmm. So she asked for double the amount of money. And I think this kind of, Lori said it right away. This kind of just made her lose confidence in her. Like she didn't know what she was doing. She came in saying that 60,000 was all she needed. And now she just doubled the amount of money she wanted. Yeah, it, again, it was had you adjusted the equity and counted on the equity, that would have made sense, but the fact Absolutely. that Absolutely. if you only need $60,000 and then you double what you want <laughs> money-wise, then again, equity you can play with. Right. Money just It just oh, made yeah. her look so inexperienced. It made her look like she's taking advice from Barry who doesn't say crap. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But she made a deal. So good for her. She did, but I, I do like how everyone called out Barry, you know, and, and, and she, that's when she was kind of allowed to tell her story and things like that. 
Um, and again, so I, I like the noble thought, and I, I like that Lori got behind it. Sometimes you just need a product to get out there. Again, is this the best product to cure or prevent skin cancer? Eh, we'll see. But maybe with Lori, we can up this. So that's what I'm hoping for. Maybe. Maybe there'll be a few less kids screaming at the pool. That's what I hope for. I know the first employee being fired. Barry? Barry. <laughs> got to fire Barry. Barry. <laughs> got to fire Barry. Just got to. Um, any other um, notes about uh, this particular product that, you know? Nope. That's it. it to me, for me, I mean, it, it was a cute product. Um, I hope that they have a lot of success. Uh, I love the idea of them being in luxury hotels. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, I think throughout this episode, you know, it was brought up numerous times, but the idea of retailers and, you know, it's it's uh, it's the siren, I think Kevin refers to it, you know, for yeah. sailors and things like that. And so I like the idea that that's what we learned out of it. Like, you know, you don't always have to go into retail. Retail, everyone wants to go into retail. Sometimes not. it's not always the best route. Absolutely. There are other ways. And yeah. so, again, it kind of got up, Brought up initially in, in this one, but then also in the other items, I guess you could say, as well. Item number two? Fit deck. Fit deck. I, I, anytime they say, like, hey, an experienced entrepreneur ready to pitch the sharks, you know, I'm always skeptical. It can, go one, it can be something really great and someone's going to be sold instantly, or it's going to be like, okay, this guy's an entrepreneur, really? Um but obviously throughout this whole pitch, and it started very strategically by him when he said, you know, when I was at Yale right. and I was a Navy SEAL and this and that. So Impressed he, he them right off the bat. <laughs> you know, he, he certainly needed a broom to sweep up all the names he was dropping. Oh, yeah. Um, but what do you what, – what, what, knowing what you now know about him, what is your overall impression of this man? Forget the product. First of all, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it all. I'm like this, and I love. Checked his LinkedIn. Checked his LinkedIn. I know that. I wish I had time to do that because I just watched it before. But Phil Black, he went to Yale. Yeah. Was at Goldman Sachs. He was a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Harvard Business School and had four kids and then came up with Fit Deck. So what do I think about him? I think he seems very impressive. Um, I don't think for all that experience that his pitch brought it justice so i don't know here's my problem right um and it it's kind of you learn this this is what i learned sort of um from my mentors right um other countries outside of the u.s are very good at strategy and business and money and things like that why because they're very structured we as americans one of the reasons why we are so creative and you know hollywood's the creative hub if you want to call it that, um, is because fortunately or unfortunately, depending on the way you look at it, we have some free time and we're able to think and be creative. Now, just in the way that he spoke, Yale, Harvard, Navy SEALs, Goldman Sachs, they're very structured. And so you're not going to be as creative as you would think. And so he's very good at money. I'm sure he's a great sort of entrepreneur, but he's not very creative. And so the fact that all he could come up with was these fit deck cards – you know, it's not surprising to me. But I actually think the fit deck cards, I love the idea of it. And I think it's I think it's a good idea and I love that they have it for all these different categories. Hmm. So you can have a yoga fit deck card, you can have a basketball fit deck card. It's something that 
I would love to give to my mom, let's say. Like, mom, you should start working out a little bit, you know, start doing some stretches. Here is a simple way that you can look and do this. However, I don't understand the business, and I know Robert kept saying this. If he made $700,000, he, the profit, the numbers that he was talking about just didn't add up. Absolutely not. But, I mean, what I was confused about, too, like, okay, yes, they've, you know, they've made videos, R&D, they've met, built up the website, they want an app now, and they have these cards. For me, what didn't quite make sense was the idea that, okay, is this a playing game? Like, do you and I play, and then, like, okay, we're playing, and it's like, okay, now you got to do this stretch. I don't know, too. And what was that game he was talking about, the pug game? Yeah, I remember. Push up. I, I remember the pug. The push up game? Uh, I don't know how pugs work, but I do, I, I remember pugs right. in school and whatnot. Oh, you do? Okay, so I've never heard of that, and I wish they got a little bit further into that, because it said it came from this idea of the pugs game, but he never exactly said what the pugs game was. Alright, keep talking, I'll look up, I'll look up pugs specifically. So, for me, I don't, I don't necessarily think it is a game that you play, I think it's just a deck of cards that has different instructions on it and pictures. And do you ever go to bodybuilding.com? No. Okay, so I go to bodybuilding.com sometimes when I want to work out. And Jamie Eason is one of the top female bodybuilders, top female fit bodybuilders. I'm not, like, trying to get, like, Iris. Um, But anyways, she has instructions on how to do a weekly workout and has, I think, like a 20 four-week plan or 12-week plan or something like that. And in it, it kind of feels like this deck of cards where there's pictures and there's instructions, and you just get to follow it along and go from machine to machine and follow out the workout. And I was doing it for a while, and I had a lot of success with it and enjoyed and enjoyed it. So I feel like if they had a fit deck for, like, muscle training, you can bring this to the gym with you and go through your routine. Yeah, I, I could see that. By the they, way, no, they didn't talk that much about it. We no, didn't really, we no, didn't really they, get down to it. They didn't talk about, much about. I mean, but they didn't talk about pugs, which which is what. <laughs> looking up pug game or pug cards on the internet, okay, yeah. there's, it, it refers to World of Wonder. Obviously, you can find a pug dog. So everything that I've been finding is nothing related to what this actually is. Is it a deck of cards? Is it a a game? Well, as of now, the most commonly used is in World of Warcraft and other MMO. Is <laughs> a place where you can do clan match or multiplayer games without something, something, something. I think so. this is a different pug. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, the fact that the number two entry is dogs, then yes, you know. So clearly, I'm it's not <laughs> able to find anything useful. Um, so back to Fit Deck. Um, he's asking for three hundred thousand for twenty percent. Which, uh, which is a lot of money. Yes. Um, but they are, I, 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 they're making great sales and direct to consumer. Uh, he wants to sell the app. And anytime you get into the app business, I feel like, I don't know, I, they just don't make money. Unless you can offer it for free, they don't make money. I don't really buy any apps. I, all mine are free, so. The only one I've bought is like the sleep, a cycle one that helps you sleep at night. And, uh, that was like, one dollar maybe oh really i actually did buy one it was 199 it's called vinage and it's a video editing there you go and it was fantastic so thank you (laughs) so it has to be i feel like it has to be very useful right it has to offer you something that you can use whereas this like okay although it's great and it'll keep you fit but 
I don't know. Um, Mark just hated this from the get-go. Right. Um, Damon was like, okay, you know, is it, am I worth it? Is it worth it? And Damon's not really the guy to go for this. You know, I feel, I feel like he, he likes a Southern cooking, let's just say. <laughs> he does. No, but, but I like what Damon said. He says, I kind of just want to work with you because I feel like I would have a bodyguard, a professor, a businessman, an investment banker, and a personal trainer all in one. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I, I wish they hired him for that because he would have been good, perhaps. For what? As for a, that. For, for, all <laughs> for all those. Yeah. For all of the above. Um, Robert is out because, again, as you mentioned, they just don't agree on tactics whatsoever. Right. Lori's out. And then Kevin, which I've always wondered about. Um, gives him a free pass to come back with a new idea, which I thought, again, I thought it was really great to offer that because he is a smart man. And uh, although he did sting him with a lot of truth and said, this is crap, you know, he, he did offer that up like, hey, come back. Come back when you have something. Absolutely. So I hope we see him again. I I would be – I season six, I really want to see him again. I think we could have something good. Or, I mean, you know, unfortunately – it might have to be like a year and a half, and then like by season eight, it's like remember in season five, this guy came to pitch and it sucked. Now he's back. That'd be amazing, and his business did so well that now the sharks want to work with him. You know what's funny to me? At the end, he said, "You know, I've, I've swam with real sharks, but I don't want to swim with these sharks again." Mm-hmm. Okay, you've worked at Goldman Sachs, you've been at Harvard. Like it's all testosterone-driven men at those places, especially the Navy. Like really. You couldn't handle these guys? Do you really? really think he was a Navy SEAL? I mean, he, he says he was. I mean, okay, so at the end of the day, the, the the Sharks have a chance to, you know, after they make the deal, right? right. They have a chance to go through the books, check out their um, – they have to verify all these facts. Of course. It's not like I can go in there and be like, Phil Svitek's ice cream parlor is making $4 billion every, <laughs> right. every second. No, oh, well, that sounds wonderful. Let me be in business with you. <laughs> Yeah, and like Phil's business, ice cream business is making negative billion dollars every second. You know, so they have to verify all these facts, and they have the right to do so. So, had he gotten a deal, then yes. And is he lying? Uh, you know, if he was, then sorry, you wouldn't have gotten the deal. That would have been just stupid. If he wasn't lying, then yeah, I, I don't think he was. I guess not. Good for him for being very accomplished <laughs> by forty-three. Uh I like that. What are you, 58? I'm 43. <laughs> All right. Maybe um, he was taking a life cap. Well, I like the announcer. P- uh, pill, just in case. Right. Uh, what the hell was this? Explain. If you don't, what are you, Gandhi? Like, hey, I need to go on. I, I have I have some sort of mission. And I'm going to go on a hunger strike. So let me cheat the hunger strike by taking these life caps. Okay. Listen, if I didn't think it was total BS, I would think it's actually a really good idea and something to have in your emergency backpack. Along with your water bottle, your fire blanket. And and, But how long, you know, how's that going to drive sales? No, I understand that. I'm not saying it'd be anything I would ever invest in. But if I randomly saw, if it was included, you know how they sell those emergency kits? Yes. I've been meaning to get forever. You should. Please do. I know. I need to. So if this were in it, I'd be like, all right, that's awesome that they have those life caps in it, too, just in case. 
Okay, but it's not tested. He didn't have money for anything. It's not FDA. It's FDA no. compliant. I know. He quote was, unquote. Right. Um, <laughs> it's not been tested on the market. So, you know, he hasn't even done animal testing. No. He's tested on himself. I'm doing just fine. Barbara, let's make a deal. Uh, that's Lori. That was unbelievable. And then my favorite part ever was Damon was like, I guess that mental thing isn't holding up. Because he just kept saying, I'm all here. I'm all here. Don't you see me? Don't I look healthy? I'm mentally clear. And then he called Lori Barbara. Yeah. Which, by the way, I think he would have nonetheless. Just because I think he's that stupid. That's stupid. But uh, Do you really think he wasn't eating in eight days? Oh, I believe it. I believe it. I mean, here's the thing. First off, I don't think you would need pills to not eat in eight days. I think there's people crazy enough to do it and think that they're healthy. I mean, they, okay, you know, uh, Gandhi went on fast, and yes, if you know, sometimes he went for thirty days and he looked really disheveled. But you can go some time without eating. Your body will eat your fat, and that's what right. essentially. I think I, again, because it's not tested. For all we know, it's just a stupid sugar pill it's a placebo that's what it is and so your your yeah your body starts eating fat and you make yourself believe in your own head that well, i'm not hungry so what the heck do i you know and that that's just to me that's what it was well i love too is that you don't take one pill a day you pop a pill for breakfast you pop a pill for lunch you pop a pill for dinner and in case you want a midnight snack you know you're popping another pill so it wasn't like one pill a day you're gonna go through these pretty quickly well, it's like it's like real life, you know. You know, with actual food, you got to eat meals. You know, or like it's better to take small doses of food rather than a big no. chunk. So it's like the same principle. And this guy was crazy, and he wanted two hundred thousand for thirty percent. First off, I mean, this. By the way, I mean, you could fool. S- I Mark, I I like that Mark was just so against it because you know what. He knew, like, this guy's all he's doing is going on these th- different things and selling out. The fact that you said that one pound, all you want is the ratings, and, mm-hmm. you know, it sucks that you're going to get it, so I'm out. And as with Kevin would say, with prejudice. Robert was a little more tactful of it, like, hey, this isn't right. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I would love to know what the sales were for it, because I, fr- I kind of missed it, but he said that he was on some talk show. The female talk show. Female talk show, 98% of them were females, and they sold out right away. So he's just taking advantage of a vulnerable market. Oh, look at this. Um, Life caps as seen on Shark Tank. Uh, Shark Tank super sale. Buy today. Buy today only buy now. Okay. Meaning if you buy them today. Um, 100% natural nutrition absorbs within your body, entirely stimulant-free, safe for kids, portable, <laughs> take it with you everywhere. Let's see the ingredients. Um, takes me to a new page. Here we go. Life caps contain all the essential RDI nutrients in a mild proprietary blend designed to be taken on an empty stomach. Life caps boost stamina and increases comfort by leaving hunger pangs. LifeCap contains no stimulants and is safe for kids over age of four. Um, uh, let's see. There's six calories. Pure cane sugar. Oh, did I call it? Yeah. Um, maltodextrin, plata- uh, potassium, phosphate, calcium, magnesium, vitamin. So it's just a vitamin It's a jacked e. up vitamin. I- yeah, it's just a vitamin. It's a vitamin, so, vitamin with sugar. That's all it is. 
Hey, let me give you a vitamin. Four times a day instead of food. Uh, That's fantastic. Okay, I'm going to read. I'm going to read. And by the way, I'm spending time on this because I really want to know, like, what the hell this is. Phil was really disgusted by this guy. The science of live caps from, oh, my God. They have, like, six-minute video on, oh, my God. They're Right now, they're selling at twenty nine ninety five. So why life caps? Life caps is the ultimate solution when food is not an option. Great. Like, okay, first off, are you selling this in Africa? No, he's selling this for the zombie apocalypse. Or for a next tsunami. What food is not an option? Like, who the hell are you selling this to? I, that's Based I- on nanotechnology, we went a different direction than the typical meal bars or protein liquids. A small pill that would keep the... Are you selling this to NASA? Who the hell are you selling this to? They're selling it to someone who's buying an emergency kit. If he wanted to make money, that's what he should have done. It should be included in an emergency kit. Still not convinced? No, I'm not. Read our FAQ. All right. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. my God. There's like this 30 questions BS. here. We all know it. How does Life Caps work? Life Caps is delivering a cap- in a capital form bioavailable mi- vitamins and nutrients that are essential. It's a vitamin! You bought the Flintstones vitamins, repackaged it, and called it Life Cap. Pretty much, exactly. And maybe added a little bit more sugar. I'm getting angrier the more I read about this. I know, so get off of it. Let's not give this guy any more time. The sharks were very quick to end it with him. And so we must as well. Right on. All right, bye, (laughs) Felicia. All right, freshly picked moccasins. Yes. This was uh, this was quite the pitch. Susan Peterson from Utah, asking one hundred fifty thousand for ten percent. Which uh, you know, for what she was kind of selling and things like that, not very unreasonable. No, she retails at sixty percent or sixty dollars. I'm sorry, not percent, and uh, and she makes them for seventeen dollars because she's making them domestically. Right, and fifty percent customers return. Three times. That's unbelievable. And it's such a smart business because these are moccasins for babies. And babies go freaking quickly. They go through sizes like that. So maybe they have a six-month baby size. Then they ha- they're going to have to get the 12-month and 18-month. It's I think it's genius. And what? I think it's so freaking cute. What did you think of her story? I thought her story was incredible. And it honestly made me want to work ten times harder than I am. You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Luckily, Britney Spears teaches us that. What a great philosopher. Um, I, I like when they give them credit. You know, again, it's it's always going to be tough to really, you know, to for every shark to be able to commit to something, even though they love it, even though they respect. And I like what Mark said. You know, I'd honestly be learning from you, and I can't give you enough respect, but you don't want me. Uh, he said, I want... Your story should be in every single business book. Yeah. Every single guide to be an entrepreneur. It was it really was inspiring. It was, you know, and, and and again, what's nice is remember Mark kind of had that same moment with the girl who was who who created I forget what it was, but he was willing to offer money because, you know, no one else was and he said, you know what, I was given a shot at your age. I want to give you the same shot. I feel and, like it was for the nets. 
for yeah. the windows. That's what it was. And yeah. unlike with the little girl, you know, this, even if she didn't necessarily come out with a deal, but Mark kind of knew that she was going to get a deal from someone right. here. And so he wasn't the right person and, and uh, she would have been okay without him, unlike a 12-year-old girl. Right. <laughs> um, so I think that's why he was able to go out. But again, I commend him for understanding that she was really great. Definitely and giving her all that credit. Rob was the same way, you know, he couldn't he couldn't really add to the business, but uh I mean, okay, she had everything, right? We talked about how she just got started, right? But through Instagram alone, what she sells ten percent of her Instagram followers buy moccasins. Yeah. That, you know, and Mark's kind of preached this in various episodes of, you know, hey, do this or social media or how to you know, how to really campaign in a smart way. And okay, an Instagram doesn't cost her money. Um, perfect. And so just by her Instagram alone in the next year, she could, you know, or with the help of her Instagram, not necessarily solely on her Instagram, she can make two to $3 million by next year. And she says she gets 1500 followers a week. That's insane. That's incredible. That's incredible. And again, it's just, it's just a smart strategy to tap into that. And so she's, you know, she's got it all on her own. And that's why, you know, it's always tough, you know, sometimes when they have to show love in the sense of Lori, like, hey, you're better on your own, so that's why I'm out. Right. And I love that Lori said that because Lori definitely could have been a good partner with her as well. Could have brought her to QVC, could have got her instant sales. But I think she just didn't want to do this because she didn't think she was needed. Yeah. So I like that she did that. Um, Kevin was certainly intrigued by this. Um, and, uh, you know, for as much crap as Mr. Wonderful takes, I like the idea that he, um... Doesn't want equity? Not, no, it's not that he, 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 obviously he wants his percentages and royalty and whatnot, but he said, you know what, I'm, I want to do, I'm going to offer 75000 and I want this guy to go in with me, and I feel, you know, he, I need him more than he needs me, but I would like, you know, so right. the fact that he was honest in that way of like, hey, you know what? I want to get in on this, but I need him. Right, totally. And I love that he was a little flirt. You know, just he he does have a heart, Mr. Wonderful. Well, he wanted, you know, 7% and then 5% after. And you know what? Out of all the businesses, she could have actually handled that. And so I, you know, I could see giving it some serious consideration. Definitely. Um, But ultimately, I like Damon Hey. Why don't I just give you an offer and we blow this bozo out of the water? <laughs> um, so Damon counters at 150 for 25 percent, and and uh, she tries to counter him down to 20 at least, and he says, you know what? It's not it's not the sales, it's not the value of the company. It's really my time, and so and I get that, and and again, I think he, I think Damon's a really good guy. I think he's for sure the best partner for her. And her big thing was that is retail space. She has so many questions about that, and she wants to take her manufacturing overseas, and he's obviously the guy who knows how to do it best. So I think he was a very, very good partner for her. And she kept saying he was her dream shark. So this deal was really exciting. That's right. He was, you know, and and so that's why she went. I, I like that at the end, like, hey, can I visit your office in New York? And, hey, hopefully, she, you know, I don't know, but he said, like, hey, I'll give you your own office. And you know what? I, I, I hope that's true. I hope so, too. So. Um, anything else about uh, any of the items on tonight's 
pitches? No, but I know if one day I have a little baby, he or she is going to be wearing freshly picked for sure. Hmm. Excellent. All right, let's talk about the update. Daisy Cakes. I like this one. It was last week we kept saying that obviously all the updates are just really positive and you just see all the business models just being so successful. And this is the first time that we've ever seen a flashback where one of the entrepreneurs has had some struggles and it hasn't been all up. So Daisy Cakes lost $150,000. You know, and I like that they were able to share their story. Um, they lost it because of quality. Right. You know, they – and so bring it back to South Carolina. Let's mm-hmm. make some quality. And so that's when it started going up. And, and you know, she had that great quote that just because you get on Shark Tank doesn't mean it's an easy road moving forward. And Barbara said, you know, she's been able to overcome so many different things. And that's what real entrepreneur is. And now she's projected to make – projected to make over $3 million in sales in the next year. So Daisy Choo-choo. Cakes is doing pretty well. <laughs> uh, i got to get these Daisy Cakes. I know. I get these. They look so good. And did you notice their packaging at all? Yes. I loved it. It was it was Quality really is back. I'm about to send my mom a Daisy Cake and, and maybe I, get one for me as well. And I like that, you know, in this sense, what it was by even putting this update there, right? So they lost a lot of loyal, loyal customers. Well, where do you imagine a lot of their customers initially came from? Shark Tank. So by seeing this update on Shark Tank, then it's like, okay, we get the story out there. And then, you know, those customers that were buying Daisy Cakes, like, okay, now I understand why the quality went down. And the fact that, you know, it was good, it went bad, and now they're back to the good. Let me go back, and I'm going to get some Daisy Cake. I hope that happens for them. So, once again, Shark Tank, brilliant. Not only did you teach a valuable lesson that's not all uh, daisies and roses. Right. But you also helped out the product. Absolutely. And now we both want one. Hell to the yeah. (laughs) I'm excited for next week. Speaking of that. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. We got Steve Tish. And this guy, what I like is, okay, for, you know, what I thought about, if you're one of these people that comes on for one episode because you're a special guest. All right. It's in your best, you know, you have, you want to utilize your time to the fullest to A, be on TV, but also, you know, to make a good deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I like, he looks like he's aggressive. He's He's, like, I want to make a deal, mother. Oh, yeah, he's fighting them. He's... I think he's like, you guys are not the only sharks in the ball game. So, and he's showing them what he's got. And he, you know, he, he's a New Yorker. I, I think Steph C is going to really enjoy this one. He's going to be aggressive. Yeah. And I like that. You call it, Lori, sit down. And then Mark's like, sit down, Lori. So I like this. It's, uh, you know, it really feels like a boys club. And there's also, I always get excited whenever there's the $1 million offer thrown out on the table. When it's so good that, you know, every, you know when it really starts a bidding war, that's right. great. But everyone's just torn back. So, yeah, Mark made the $1 million offer. Let's see how it goes. Lori's standing up. She's fighting. Steve Tish is fighting with her. It's going to be a good one. I hope it's a really good product rather than, like, you know how sometimes they use the sound bite? Like, hey, I will pay you a million dollars to never sell this product. That's how much crap it is. No, you know what I mean? Like, it's I hope gonna it's be not- a, no, it's going to be a good one. 
I, I hope it changes the way we think about the rest of our lives. Like something completely revolutionary. That would be a billion dollars. That would be a billion. Maybe. Starts off at the Shark Tank at a million. All right. Fair enough. Um, well, From that's- executive producers Maria Manuno. Wow. Jump in the gun. Jump in the gun. <laughs> Um, that's all the time we have this week. Um, in the meantime, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Zias. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Um, we'll be back next week with Steve Tish and the rest of the gang. Woo! From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 